Welcome, everybody, to ASMR Horror Throwdown. I'm your host, Smooth Cisco, joined with my co-host, Pudding Joe, and our third co-host, Sweet Trunks, and someone's phone's fucking going off! Who, Damn who it. it. Whose phone is that? That's not my phone. Cisco, it could be It's Stephanie's phone. phone. Oh. I'm, I'm recording from my phone. <laughs> Uh, anyways welcome to the horror i can't hear it at take... all i heard it i heard oh, it sorry welcome just do it again that was good i'll, I'll just do it again that was welcome good the horror throwdown where we take wait, a wait, wait, hey, wait, movie. Wait, stop 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 count to three in your head then do it again give us some clean cut time now i hear it what's happening <laughs> all right this whole right. opening we, we, I, can, I can just cut it i'm gonna keep i want to kind of keep the bit where i uh, snap that's very good I'll save it at the end. Welcome to the Horror Throwdown Podcast ASMR edition. I'm your host. Fuck, I forgot the names already. <laughs> I was sweet. Smooth, smooth Cisco with my co-host Pudding Joe and my third co-host Sweet Trunks, baby. Where we take a Brendan Fraser movie and pair it with a horror movie of the same year and see who can survive. Yeah, I've been waiting for this episode for a minute. <laughs> I've been wanting to do a full ASMR one from uh, the beginning. It's, it's, this, I, is, I, this is Pudding Joseph coming to you live. Here's your boy, Sweet Trunks. Oh, God. Somehow the worst Trunks has ever sounded on this show. <laughs> Did it sound bad? I, I don't know how my microphone's no, going to handle bad. that. <laughs> it was very... It a lot of fuzz. Well. A lot of fuzz. I, I mean, my microphone was fully in my mustache for that, so... Oh, yeah. I had my microphone fully in my mouth. Today's year. Today's year is 1992. School dies, and Peter Jackson's dead alive. Do you have any fun facts from 1992, or did we do it all in the Candyman episode? Fun facts about 1992. In the year 1992, Looks I like... turned three years old. You turned three in? How old are you? What year is it? 2000. <laughs> 2022. Yeah. I'm 32 right now. I turned 33 this year. Oh, okay. No okay. one loves you, Rose. Yeah, I I you? often forget. That's <laughs> what year is it? <laughs> is it still 2019? I'm not clear on how old I am. I'm 31 for the listeners keeping track at home. And what do I have to show for it? This this podcast. Very successful podcast. It is. Thank you all for listening. Uh, 1992 was a the year they introduced Grimace, and he was met with negative reviews. Presenting Ronald McDonald in How I Met Grimace. Oh yeah, come on. Well, a long time ago, there I was, a little baby in my McBuggy. <laughs> When all of a sudden, uh, oh, oh, hello, lots to do, can't stop now. <laughs> Hopper McHamburgers can't stop. I really thought Grimace couldn't stop, so off I went to save them. Frank, come in, little purple kid. Oh, and that's how I met Grimace, the friends forever. Grimace was? Yeah. I, he was it. real weird when he first showed up. He had like six arms. He was kind of caterpillary, very rapey. Like the Boy. original Grimace was not a, <laughs> not a good yeah. time. Yeah, he, he's all I'm a, saying is, if you've ever eaten McDonald's, <laughs> your food's very caterpillar, like on its own. Yeah, he had a very Uncle Les vibe. Yeah, all he needed was like those like big like square glasses. You know what I mean from like after school specials in the eighties. <laughs> I was I was talking about the uncle from Brain Dead. Oh, that oh, good. We'll game, get yeah. there. We'll get there. <laughs> all right. I'm trying to find right. some quick facts about. 1992 this is one of those this is one of those episodes folks <laughs> just so you know we're gonna be uh, very we're gonna be very giggly and we're gonna whisper a lot let's see so on march 3rd 1992 turkey's worst coal mine disaster 
leaves 236 dead. Jeez. Was it, was it I feel times? so bad. I feel so bad. Um, let's see on it. I imagine like the animal April turkey. April 22nd, <laughs> fuel leaking into a sewer caused a ex- series of explosions in Guadalajara, Mexico. 215 dead. Jeez. Those poor wow. turkeys. We'll try it. <laughs> Uh, we, turkey bit. we apologize for that one on june 20th story adopts the croon and becomes the first former soviet republic to replace the soviet ruple oh shit i just i i found another fun fact uh the movie school ties was released on september 18th 1992 it is about it is set in the 1950s about a star quarterback he's given an opportunity to attend an elite preparatory school but must conceal the fact that he is Jewish. From the very first, David Green knew how to fit in. He does have an arm. I can't help wondering if we've done the right thing. Break nearly two centuries of tradition just to be St. Luke's. Girls eat your hearts out. Oh, I've never messed with my hair. We judge ourselves here by the highest standards. Gentlemen, we all have to live here. We're not going to bring the jungle into my house. I envy you. You don't have to live up to anybody else's expectations. You are who you are. But their acceptance of him. You're so different from the other boys. You know everything about them in two minutes. But you... That's four minutes easy. And their feelings for him. I think you're so pretty. I think you're pretty too. Thanks for taking care of my girl. I'm not your girl. May not survive with the truth about him. Why wouldn't St. Luke's have taken him? They wouldn't have enrolled a Jew. A Jew? Not even for a championship. You people are very determined, aren't you? Sometimes we have to be, sir. It turns out our golden boy here is a lying, backstabbing Jew. Why didn't you just tell me in the first place? You guys were my friends. I didn't want to be told that I couldn't be a part of it because I was a Jew. Excuse me, can't you move any faster, please? You have to step outside. I'll show you how fast. David, David, come on! I seem to recall a blessing. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. I wonder how meek they'll be when they do, sir. You lied to me. I lied to myself. Maybe we should just go to the head and tell him we can't handle this ourselves. We can pull it. Let's just do it. Brandon Fraser plays David Green alongside a truly stacked cast of, I don't even know, like unknowns at the time. I don't know, but Matt Damon's in this. Some up and comings, I would call yeah, them. Yeah, Chris O'Donnell, my boy Cole Hauser. There's a Cole Hauser cast. Uh, Anthony Rapp, Ben Affleck, you know, a bunch of goons, a bunch of goons pop up. Oh, this one's important. Wait, no, it's the wrong guy I was thinking of. I thought it was the dad from Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, but it's not. Anyways, Rick Moranis? not Rick Moranis, but the neighbor. Oh, okay. You know who I'm talking about? I know you're talking about who's like into fishing him and his son. Yeah, yeah, it's not the same dude. My bad. Okay, well, the movie currently sits at 60% on Rotten Tomato from a critics tomato score and a 68% audience score. I'm gonna go ahead and agree with that 68%. Yeah, I'm right around there too. 
think it's a solid three and a half star movie, uh, a solid little drama, you know. It's also worth noting that this movie was written by Dick Wolf, who, if you know the name, Cisco, put in the sound clip right here. In the criminal justice system, sexually based offenses are considered especially heinous. In New York City, the dedicated detectives who investigate these vicious felonies are members of an elite squad known as the Special Victims Unit. These are their stories. He gave us Law and Order. He gave us Law and Order SVU. He gave us Law and Order Special Victims Unit. He gave us all of them. SVU is Special Victims Unit. What? He said Special. Us... You said SVU twice. You should. Give us. We gave us CSI in space. Uh, Kenneth Branagh. But yeah, this was written by pre-Law and Order Dick Wolf. Mostly about his personal experiences. Um, Being Jewish? I mean, I wasn't going to say it. Or, or was he the, the antagonizer? I'm pretty <laughs> sure he was sure he's the, the Matt, Matt Damon character. Yeah, was he Matt Damon? <laughs> the Matt Damon. Matt Dillon? <laughs> he's like, I remember when I was in high school, there was this one Jewish kid. We all hated him. You forgot to mention the biggest when it was directed by Robert Mandel, who did Independence Day. The 1980s TV movie Independence Day. Damn it, I was trying to get Trunks to fall for it, and you ruined the bed. No, because I looked up because I looked up his directing credits, and he yeah, was on the Rage Carry, too, but then he got kicked off due to create differences. But I saw Trunks' face. I was going to make Trunks look it up and get him going. Anyways, he did that. Anyways, man, I like, I like this movie a lot. I think this is Brendan's first, like, What's it called? Well, that's one I hated. Encino Man? Yeah. That was 92 as well. So he had like two leading roles that year. But that one he didn't really... It was was his physical comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But here he really shows off his acting chops, which I thought he was great in. Um, And I like movies too that kind of make you like sympathize even with like the asshole characters. You know what I mean? Like especially towards the beginning, like they give you that message of hey no matter what people have different struggles people have different like upbringings like you don't know everyone's like personal battles you know so it does a good job of showing that but then it also shows that oh some of these people with personal demons are still just straight up bad fucking people i'm looking at you matt damon in this wow you got that you got all that from the greaser fight I got all of it from the greaser fight. <laughs> First, like five minutes. Yeah, the the story that was just that fight scene was eight twenty four esque. The the emotions it told, the subtleness. Oh yeah. So, you know, is this is this movie subtle? Eh. Is this a sports movie? Yes. 
A little bit. I mean, there's definitely some sports scenes. I could probably watch this on a Super Bowl Sunday and claim it as a sports movie. I thought you watched uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre and Remember the Titans that day. (laughs) Oh, God. That was a very interesting double feature for everyone out there listening. I don't think I can ever watch Remember the Titans again. Remember the Titans is great. Is it? Uh, maybe I should give it a chance. It's good. Involved, but that was yeah, something. It's, just it's, like, it's honestly good. I remember there was a, so many on. bus rides where it was just like, you know, long charter buses for like school trips or whatnot. And like, here's a, here's Remember the Titans again. Just every time uh, I was on a bus. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that was one of the yeah, that that, yeah. teaches you to not like racism chunks. Yeah, and you're saying you don't like it? <laughs> I, you know, I think there's just, I don't know, I am not a huge fan of sports movies mm. overall. Unless, you know, it's I about think... the 1988 Jamaican bobsled team, yeah. or if it stars Brendan Fraser, those are my two conditions. I guess, okay, Olympics movies. I can be on board with because, like Eddie the Eagle, I like that one too. This is a fascinating. <laughs> this, this is a fascinating fact. I, I, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, I, I like Disney Disney sports movie like Johnny Tsunami, Brink. Oh, Brink! I forgot about Brink. Those Brink's are technically great. Those are technically sports movies. Yeah. So, like extreme sports, I'm on board with too. Extreme goofy. Johnny movie. Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Extremely goofy movie. Out cold. Alley Cats. Yeah, Out Cold is great. Strike. Out Cold is just a... Uh, that's Casablanca. Like, the plot line's pretty much directly <laughs> ripped from Casablanca. Yeah. Is yeah. Big Lebowski a, a sports movie? It's bowling, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So School that. Ties is a sports movie. I, I don't know how long that went on for. but um, Sports comedy. Yeah, School Ties is a classic sports comedy. The classic story of an underdog, you know, who no one <laughs> I, believes in. Literally, honestly, the, I honestly, because I when I saw the 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 poster or picture on Wikipedia and I was reading that it was like you know a school drama or whatever. I honestly thought it was going to be about like maybe Brendan Fraser or someone's character was gay because the way that the picture made it seem made it seem like it had to deal with more of like homosexuality. <laughs> I pause. well pause for a second. Hold on, trunks. I'm sorry. Pause. <laughs> what picture? The poster gave you that impression? Yeah, because they're like all behind each other. They made it look like it was all mysterious. It's like someone's holding a secret. So let me get this straight. Let me get this yeah, look, straight. Look at that. Look, look at that picture. Let me get this straight. You looked at that photo and you just thought, that yeah, massive gay storyline. That's what I thought. I mean, if you look Is at it, the picture, Brendan Fraser's kind of got this like, I'm hiding it, something face. And Matt Damon's given him a little bit of a like, yeah, it looks I'm like, going to put something I, in your butthole face. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I didn't read the, the plot, but it made it, it made it look like it was like this might be like an all-boys school and almost like uh, St. Alley's from uh, Tropic Thunder. In a time where to be different was to be condemned. Searchlight.
five-time Academy Award winner Kirk Lazarus and MTV Movie Award Best Kiss winner Tobey Maguire. Winner of the Beijing Film Festival's coveted Crying Monkey Award, Satan's Alley. I, well, the closest thing I think I can compare <laughs> to this movie is like Dead Poet Society. Yeah, something like that. Dead Poet like, Society. And I think because I've always associated them, Dead Poet Society does have a gay storyline. Oh, like true. a gay sub story. So like I can, I see where that connection comes from. And I, I think the idea of being in high school and having to hide a fundamental I mean, part of your life. Yeah. Like whether it's religion or sexuality, that's that's a very you know similar storyline and you probably could have just swapped out you know him being jewish for him being uh gay it probably still would have been along the lines like that maybe not the girlfriend stealing part but you could easily yeah it would just be a boyfriend stealing part i mean there's (laughs) (laughs) one thing i will say is um uh somewhat related uh when the x-men were originally created stan lee his his perspective on that was this is a storyline about what it's like being jewish in like modern society because like you can get away nobody can tell unless they find out Mm -hmm. uh nowadays when people look at the x-men that that feeling is connected with with a like a storyline are you saying that this movie inspired x-men yes yeah that's what I picked up on. That's what I picked up on. And they copied this. Yeah. And actually, speaking of the stealing of the girlfriend, uh, what was that goon's name? Sally? Sally Wheeler? Sally Wheeler, yeah. <laughs> Can you name another movie that we watched with her in it? No. Where she played and in Brendan Fraser's bow and that as well? You seen a man? It's it a good but... guess. He is... back to back? <laughs> no, Airheads. Airheads. Oh, I don't remember. I, I never, never watched Airheads. I just <laughs> pretended I did. Well, I, I also shouldn't say that we watched Airheads. We did. We experienced Airheads. I watched it twice. I want to see it. I need to see it. It's good. Yeah, it's very good. Anyways. So I, of everything we've watched, I think that's the one I was the most surprised about. Airheads? Yeah. I was ranting about that one. Yeah, Airheads was great. Airheads actually holds up super well. It's not as problematic as you think. Anyone else isn't as problematic as you think. The film The New Guy, starring DJ Qualls and I Eddie Griffin. I love The New Guy. I love The New Guy. Okay, okay, let's talk a little bit more about um school ties. About school ties. Yeah. Yeah, man. Great little drama. Yeah, I liked it. I was surprised. I know I was texting you guys, being like, "Oh, this is. I don't know if Jeff's gonna like this. It's a little." unhinged but it was just the drama it was good i it's the kind of thing it was where you watch something that's so clearly about racism the way this is it's hard not to take the stance of just being like i don't like this because everyone in it's racist yeah Mm -hmm. because like if it wasn't a movie that was trying to like show that you would be like i don't like this these characters don't need to be this terrible people yeah but uh, in this setting it's kind of like it, it's not being subtle about why you're not supposed to like these people. Oh, no, they're very vocal. No, they're fucking, this movie's incredibly anti-Semitic. 
just fucking everything they say. Um, and yeah, I just choose to believe this is how Matt Damon is in real life. <laughs> I the actually uh, Anthony like he Rapp's plays it so well in yeah. this. I the only other thing I really know Anthony Rapp from is um, Star Trek Discovery, which he's oh, I was gonna great say Rent. on that. I haven't seen Rent, but <gasps> I I'm sorry, I know. But uh, it was hard watching this and being like I like you a lot in something else but after seeing him in this i was just like oh you are beyond redemption yeah oh he's definitely the worst one 100 mm-hmm. percent. that goon just did not stop yeah i don't know i had i, I had thoughts on him uh, it's so weird is this probably came out in a time where there were some people who were like in the because kind of the real big final set piece of this is all of his classmates have to decide if he cheated on a test or if Matt Damon did. Right. And it's it like a very come... 12 angry men. Yeah. Kind it's of. 12 angry men, but it's more about like, can you listen to reason above your racism? Yeah. Uh, I like that scene, but I had an issue with like how it became, how it came to that. Yeah. Point. I, any school that that's just like the tradition is like everyone yeah. picks who gets expelled. Well, yeah. That one was a weird <laughs> one. I mean, community did it better. I would love that. But, uh, <laughs> My thing is like Matt Dillon at that point, his character Dylan was his yes. name, right? Already hates David so much. Yes. Why would you confront him and be like, "Hey, go turn yourself in"? Like, what what part of you is like, "Hey, he's gonna listen to me after everything he's been doing to me"? It's just showing. It's just showing that he's trying to be the bigger person and just is the bigger true. person. You know what true. I mean? But, but even then, like at that point, just just go and be like, "Hey, this is what I saw." I don't think anyone would have known it was him, anyways. Cisco, here's the thing about people know, like you and I, I know it's not airtight you know what I mean not that it's airtight it's just that we have such a high level of pettiness <laughs> I don't I don't want to say it's pettiness I just would have been like hey this guy's gonna get people kicked out I would have been like this guy's goon for sure I would have sold him out in a second hey yeah. it bugs me that like there's that whole big debate and we know throughout that somebody else saw what happened. Van Rip, yeah. baby. And he's not like doing anything about it. He's letting his friends be terrible. Like he's not standing up for this guy. Yeah. And at the very end, he just like on his own time outside of like this conversation redeems himself or doesn't even redeem himself really, yeah. but just goes and like tells the truth, I think which is the only he, reason yeah. why anyone believes Brendan Fraser in the end. Well, I think that is redeeming. You know what I mean? Like it's I, it's showing it's showing some growth. I think I mean I think at that point he realized like he wasn't going to come forward. And he was willing to throw someone on the bus, and he's like maybe like hey this guy like he says like he was my roommate for four years. But yeah. he realized like after four years like he doesn't even like care about anyone. He was willing to yeah let people get expelled or you know throw Brendan Fraser David under the bus once it was brought mm-hmm. to his attention because that they, that was a pretty good scene. He's like he's like he, Dylan was my roommate for four years, like living like you know after all this time like he still was willing to yeah. get the whole school, the whole class, like, ex- was, it, was it expelled or failed? They would be, they would failed. They, the, the whole class would fail. Oh, the whole but... class would have failed, yeah. yeah. Which they make a big point of, like, failing a class means you don't get into Harvard, means yeah, your life's was... ruined. I like that every kind of, like, preppy school always has someone that has, like, their last name is Van something. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I got Van Rib, Van Patton, all that stuff. Van Wilder, yeah. That's a classic trope. I like it. It's a good one. I like but a good van. My biggest trope, or not trope, my biggest sour grape is how it ended. 
I feel like there maybe should have been like another 20, 30 minutes more of the movie or at least cut some part out. I don't need like, like a happy ending where everyone's like forgiving Brendan, but like it just ends like with him like leaving and not really knowing what goes on with the rest of the goons. Is he going to get bullied? Do people try I, to make up with him and grow? But yeah, it seems they, like he'll be cool with his roommate. His roommates, but I mean, like, do the, do the other people know that that Matt Damon's character was about to get them all like failed? Uh, I mean, it almost seemed like some people were willing to like grow too. Like when they had that big conversation, they were like, you know, like, have you ever met you know someone that's Jewish? And obviously, people were like, oh yeah, I, they're all rats or something. Um, but it seemed like some people were willing to. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think they said that exactly, but who have you been talking to? <laughs> My boy, uh, Christopher Waltz. Chris, okay. <laughs> you know, it seemed, like, it, seemed, it seemed like uh, Reese was like, his roommate Reese was like defending, being like, have you ever met, you know, someone that's Jewish? Yeah. And some people were willing to like start side. And I was like, you know, I kind of just see a little bit more of that where like, I didn't need to have a happy ending where I was like, oh, hey, you're a friend, but be like, you know what? Maybe not everyone's I- all bad. Like there, there is some interesting points that are raised in the big kind of twelve angry men scene because there is the one guy who steps up and he's like, you know what, I'll say it. I'm I don't like Jewish people, but to my yeah. knowledge, I don't think I've met any. Yeah. So it's it's yeah. very interesting to see that kind of like thought process laid out where it's like it it, it kind of tries to give you a reason to mm-hmm. accept these people beyond what like the kind of yeah. terrible things like you you can see their ignorance and it's like they have yeah. all this privilege but they are still not better yeah. people for it yeah because i think my favorite scene was brendan and his roommate like being like him like when they finally confront each other and he's like why didn't you tell me he's like it didn't matter and then he's like i'm still the same person i was like what's different about me and like that i think that was a great performance by brendan because he yeah, was, that was great his emotion I, and then I mean, Reese, yeah, he was like, his character was done. Like, he's like, you know, he's like, you should have told me. He's like, you know, I kept it hidden. And because this is exactly what happened. He's like, but I'm still the same person. It's like, nothing's different from me. I was like, you wouldn't have known if I had never told you, which is right. Like, You're going to keep your face in the book for the rest of the year. What do you expect me to say? That it's no big deal. Well, if it's no big deal, why didn't you just tell me in the first place? I'm your roommate. You never told me what religion you are. I'm Methodist. You're Methodist. And all the time, I didn't know it. It's different, right? Really? How's it different? It just is. Jews are different. It's not like the difference between Methodists and Lutherans. I mean, Jews... Everything about them's different. Come on, I... Okay. You know, the first day I came to this place, I thought I was dreaming. I knew it was only going to be for a year, but I thought, man, what a year. I get into Harvard, and it's not all that easy when you come from Podunk Public High School. You guys were my friends. We were winning games. I met Sally. I didn't want anything to mess it up. I didn't want to be told that I couldn't be a part of it because I was a Jew. Can you understand that? It's happened before. You could have told us. It wouldn't have made a difference. Sure, Reese. I knew that the first night I got here when I heard how McGivern got his hi-fi, he Jewed him down. 
Remember? Sure. Wouldn't have made a exactly, and they all loved him. Like they're all yeah. friends. I and he had like good reason not to tell yeah, them because like yeah. he's right. If I I feel like this kind of points out something you see a lot where people will act like if you don't tell them something you've lied to them yeah which like no one's gonna know i well it's the kind of thing where play that tiktok clip oh my god damn it no one's gonna know how do they know i I, but just that's such an interesting like i feel like that's such an interesting argument that's kind of made here where it's like like i think there are times where an omission of fact can be a lie but like he never at any point says he's not jewish yeah says he's not jewish he never like really leans into doing christian things like every time they show him in chapel he looks confused as fuck like he's very clearly like i don't know what's happening well let's let's stir the pot a little bit trunksy bear (laughs) we just we made the same argument against this last week with you got mail with the admission of his name being joe fox did we yeah i mean that was i guess i don't know there was in that <laughs> it's not the same as being jewish in a preparatory school no but i i understand your point where he <laughs> i guess yeah I like, I mean, didn't he didn't come forward and but he, say yeah, like oh i'm joe that, fox guess, yeah. but he very actively was like trying to stop the kids, the kids. from sharing that information like yeah he, he was doing like because in in this like he doesn't tell his friends directly yeah but like the faculty yeah. knows like faculty knows, yeah. people yeah. know and it's the kind of thing where my boy big mouth yeah it's like the yeah. way yeah. matt damon finds out is somebody is just like oh his last name's green he must be jewish so it's the kind of thing where it's like even that i feel like isn't legitimate proof yeah but it's yeah. the kind of thing where it's like if these kids knew anything they might have been able to guess but they were just completely blindsided because they really know nothing about the world nothing they just know their little path to ivy league schools exactly yeah and they say several times like you know i i just do what i'm told and i'm supposed to get the good life yeah well like my boy who has the mental breakdown which i actually really appreciated that scene too i i was terrified of that scene for a while because again i associated this yeah, with um dead poets dead poet society yeah, and dead poet society that, that like, scene ends in a suicide yeah, so i was terrified yeah. that's where this was going that's what, that's what i thought was going to that i was going to overdose and stuff like that well i you haven't seen written. dead poet society yet so thank you for that content I, warning. I will give uh, you a content warning. i was about like warning, with yeah. this one i was about to be like yeah that's what, I was waiting if that's I was what this is i'm well because for the next movie i, I threw cisco a content warning as well I completely forgot that one too. I didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I completely we'll skipped over it. We'll, we'll get, get to that. that. Yeah, and then Trunks is like, "It's not that bad. You don't see the body." I'm like, "It's much worse." <laughs> <laughs> but um, it, okay, we will get to that. We'll get to it, but yeah. Overall, yeah, I like school ties. I definitely would have liked more at the ending, but I enjoyed his performance. Again, I'm not thinking about it, like there were so many like when he snapped at Sally Wheeler, and he's like, you know, he's like, he's like, the only person I lied to was myself, my father, and who I was. I was like, wow, I was like, that's fucking good. Yeah. And even it even got her, like even her face, like she was questioning it. Yeah. Or like like he just when he when he goes off, he like his he can definitely strike some emotions. He's 
like it's really interesting seeing this movie and knowing like the biggest stars to come out of this movie are Matt Damon, who's kind of the villain in this, and then Ben Affleck, who's literally just a, a side goon in this. Like, like a he has maybe side so character. Yeah. He has like maybe what three lines, and he's yeah. third on the poster. I so it's crazy to think that like you know someone saw enough in Ben Affleck to give him leading roles like off the bat. This is one of his first movies, and. Like, I think it, again, just kind of shows, like, his career trajectory through the 90s into the early 2000s was, like, he was on fire. He could have been, like... Hey, is this the Brendan Fraser podcast or a Ben Affleck cast? Am I right, boys? I'm talking about Brendan Fraser. Oh, yeah, yeah. This is his next movie he did. He did a movie called I Killed My Lesbian Wife, Hung Her on the Meat Hook, and Now I Have a Three-Picture Deal at Disney. What the fuck? It's a short film. He was a director, apparently, actually. Damn. Who was? Uh, Matt Day, uh, Ben Affleck. Because I was trying <laughs> we'll to, see, like, to what, look that up. So like, you're talking, you you're talking that Jennifer Lopez, star of the hit film "Marry Me," saw this Ben Affleck directed film and was like, "Ooh, <laughs> ooh," be like, "Ooh, baby, I like the way you direct that weird fucking movie." He was in Bas- <laughs> He was in Buffy the Vampire Slayer too. He was. He had a good and Affleck was. Yeah. yeah, he was basketball player. 10. He's uncredited. Looks like Days of Confused was probably like his next actual. I think that was, yeah. Yeah, yeah he had two um, randos and then Days, Mall Rats. What I think's funny is if you look at a Brendan's movie timeline, so in this he's playing a like senior in high school, and this is 2000 or 92, sorry. And then 94, I think it is, so two years after this, he's playing a senior in college for a movie. Yes. Which, yeah, in a with honors, he's playing uh, with, uh, actually a Harvard senior, which I think is funny because you can pretend Ooh. it's a straight sequel <laughs> to this. I'm down. I'm excited to see with honors. That sounds like a fun premise. But like, yeah, so this year he did this in Encino Man where he's playing like high school age. And then within three years, he's playing full grown adult. Yeah. Like he, he's see. in younger and younger, like two years after this. Well, I mean, yeah, younger and younger. It's, it's, so weird, it's yeah, hot trash, but he's, yeah. you know, it, it's crazy seeing that, like, he, the, the roles he's playing, like, he age jumped really quick. Yeah. Because he's a bona fide man. You know what I mean? He was full man in this movie. I, five years after this, he's swinging from trees. Yeah, making everyone thirsty. Ooh, and I will say, he definitely got the role for George of the Jungle purely from this movie. Yeah. Because he does a full Tarzan yell in this. True. Right, he, he does a couple do yells and a couple animal impressions, too. <laughs> and this is another movie where he got to show off his dancing skill, followed by a very, oh, a very hard R. Like, yeah, a very hard <laughs> R for Matt Damon. I was like, wow. I was like, I was not expecting. I was like, at that. I hate it. I hate, hate, hate jokes. that I chuckled at the line. It, <laughs> I, I was like, why the fuck would you say that? <laughs> It was like it was like those like shock chuckles. You're like, what the fuck? I wanted to right. shock. Not like I think it just came out of nowhere. That's more what I meant. Shocking. It wasn't like. Yeah, you're like, oh, this person's already ranted, and it's like, yeah, oh, he's, I, I he's definitely just, could see the character, but I wasn't now. thinking that they would drop it in the movie. Yeah. I was like, damn. I was like, I was like, I haven't seen one black person in the movie, and they're gonna just go straight to the hard R. Yeah, there's no black people in this movie. Which for Black one. History Month we should do better, but hey, it is <laughs> we have a schedule. Um, a 
Okay, let's uh-huh. talk. Let's talk some survival stats. Yeah, that was a good talk, boys. I think that was my favorite talk about I, a movie. I enjoyed that too, and I, I, I'm not wrong in saying we're all net positive on this, right? Yeah, I was debate. I was between a three and a half and a four star. I think I'm gonna leave it at three and a half. Yeah, that's where yeah, I put it. Three, three, three and a half. Good yeah, movie. I'll, I'll rewatch yeah. this one again. It's, it's one of those ones where it's hard to rate because it's, it's hard to watch. But yeah, the, the acting on display here is is impressive especially with how young the cast was too yeah including the one line ben affleck there's a naked shower fight so what else are you gonna do yeah oh yeah you do see you do see hard cheeks you see some ass in this you saw matt damon do you i wouldn't remember if we just saw brendan's you saw brendan's for a bit you you walk by it he's a little let's see a little cheek you see abs he's a pasty boy but but you see full, you see full Damon ass cheeks. I, I think, I think you see full. Uh, I so cheeks. the fact that they all are sh- sharing a shower. Again, I yeah. How no rich one, can you be? Well, I yeah, I don't know, but no one noticed like a a circumcision situation. Like if we're talking about how no one knew he was Jewish. Jesus Christ, this Trunks! This is a family show. I well, is it. Is it? We're talking about the naked shower fight scene. Like we gotta point out the fact that if we're was my boy cut, like a cut, they don't show. You know that was something I was kind of I was expecting that to be part of the plot line. I was yeah. that's that's what I honestly thought how like they would uh, figure it out. It's like hey yo, you missing a little mushroom cap, bro. Jesus Christ! Like hey, why does your dick look weird? Yeah, he's like my dick don't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this episode was good until now, and now the episode just got great. Okay, so yeah, he overcomes he overcomes a lot of adversity, and it's just a strong mental like person mentally. He puts a beating down on Matt Damon. He beats the fuck out of him. He's crappy. Yeah, he's fighting greasers. Yeah, we see him get into some scraps. I want to see. I want to see one of those goons. That was a great. He's a football star. He can throw shit. He's athletic. He's smart. He's very smart. Speak I'm gonna say this he's before we can talk about the new, the next movie. He's just the main character of that movie, man, and I'm rooting for him. Honestly, I I think he's got good stats. If the goon yeah. from that movie can survive, oh yeah, the puke athletic machine that actually has brains. I, I mean, but at the same time, okay, we'll get into this during the whole the, last quarterback survival. We'll get into this during the survival chat at the end. But I I have some, Ooh, let's see. I have some opinions. Okay. Well, then let's get into it. Do I mute myself? No. So, Brain Dead, also known as Dead Alive, uh, directed by a very young Peter Jackson, who you know has done uh, Forgotten Silver, Jack, no, no, that's not him, The Frighteners, he did Valley, no, wait, that's not him either. Damn, he he didn't do anything good. Why are we doing this guy? My thing, he's done my the thing Frighteners, is, he's done Meet the Feebles, he's done oh, yeah, the Lovely the, Bones, he, oh, he's he done. Uh, Wait, he did Meet the Feebles? He did Meet, meet the, the Feebles. Feebles, that's right. He did Bad Taste. He did Bad Valley. Taste. He did a Beatles documentary. Yeah, he did uh, that uh, like 3D colorized World War One documentary. That's actually really great. I'll recommend uh, that. I guess, I guess, okay. I guess he's happy. And then he did a couple <laughs> like random Hold on, shut up. Shut up, the well. stupid, shut up with the stupid bit. My thing is... Katie Jackson. Some head at New Line Cinema 
watched fucking brain dead and watched the frighteners and was just like all right let's let's give this let's give this guy a shot at the one of the fucking biggest fantasy properties of all time i i think what it more was is they saw harry potter they saw this they saw uh meet the feebles meet the feebles and the the first one bad taste and they were like uh and uh love not lovely bones um Heavenly creatures. Oh, the Heavenly Hobbit. creatures. The Hobbit. Oh. He saw they saw those and were like, "Okay, we'll give you the frighteners." And then on that, he's like, "Hey, look at me! Like, produce a huge budget movie. Like, look yeah, at me wow. produce something well within the studio system." And then he fucking campaigned for years. Yeah. And wow. like started his own companies to get Lord of the Rings. Because he had yeah he had nothing in between the frighteners and Lord of the Rings. That was from ninety six yeah. to two thousand one. So. Because, hear me out, Peter Jackson should have got the same fate as the director of Silent Night, Deadly Night (laughs) after this movie was released and just (laughs) fought off the face of the earth, because this man's a fucking lunatic. I I feel like with his first three movies, he demonstrated a control of effects shots that is enough to sell a major budget effects movie, which is what Lord of the Rings was. Yeah. Uh, but if you see play. like yeah like okay we'll we'll talk more I, about the peter jackson yeah. but just like the shot wise, composition he, here is great yeah. way up let me let me let me do some more stats on this movie all right, all right, all right. screenplay by steven sinclair who's done a lot of writing with peter jackson he did meet the feebles he did i'll say it controversially the best lord of the rings movie two towers <laughs> i knew that would get some some size I haven't seen them actually, so I don't. No, know. Bitch. <laughs> no I agree. I totally agree. Two Towers. Uh, starring Timothy Baum, Deanna Pen- Penber, Elizabeth hey. Moody. Yeah. My girl. I see thirsty in this movie. Dude, my girl, I was like, yeah. Uh, production companies was the New Zealand <laughs> Film Commission. These ones are great. This is part of our history. <laughs> We're just two goons who just are watching the movie at separate times going, oof. <laughs> We're like, oh, man. Then we watch a movie. <clears throat> you come out with the biggest fucking crushes. Like, don't get me started on Black Christmas. Don't get me yeah. started on your next. Like, I've had it. Uh, my, my girl here replaced Z confidently. <laughs> she she <laughs> did it for you, man. Yeah. Maybe. Again, I'm sorry. I have to say it too for for the white women listening. I'm just not that into you. What about Kat Dennings? Back on board, baby. What about Rachel Weisz? Yeah, Rachel Weisz. Rachel, oof. <laughs> Exquisite. <laughs> Literally a work of art. Speaking of work of art, this was released August 13th, 1992, in New Zealand. Is that uh, it? Runtime 104 minutes. I think it's. Slightly shorter if you do the uncut version, which we did not do unless you guys went against it. I hope you didn't. No, we, we did the uncut. Good. Uh, budget, did, did you tell us the budget on School Ties, Joe? I forgot. Oh, no. It was $18 million and it made 14 Okay. So, money loser. This one as well. Budget $3 million. Uh, you, oh, well, I, who knows? Because it only has the budget, the box office for the U.S., which is only 242000 So, well. Who knows if it lost money or won money? New Zealand probably 
fudge the papers, someone money. This is probably a money laundering film. Hillary's <laughs> for sure a money launderer. I, I mean, it's everyone in this fucking cast is a money launderer. They, all the money they lost in the Great Emu War, they had to. Oh make my it up God. Okay. Jesus Give us the fucking. Christ. Give us the fucking synopsis. That's how come he can. How can? How come? How come he can say Emu War and I can't say Kiwi? Emu War was actually a real thing. Look it up, chunks. It is. I've I've seen this. It's ridiculous. Was it? In, actually, it was in Australia, though, wasn't it? I think New Zealand. Ah, oh, you okay. ignorant fuck. It's the same country, right? Close enough. <laughs> well, it's just like the U.S. and Hawaii are the same country. Be, same thing. Some people. I, oh my god. Yeah, now, now you're going too far, Jeff. So I what? Think I think Tanzania. <laughs> no, Tasmania is like Australia's Hawaii. We're not here for the geography talk. All right. Yeah, I'm no. But New Zealand no is a fully independent country. This goon over here knows countries. Yeah, but you know about no, brain dead? I don't know I'm brain no, dead stats. I'm no imperiologist, but I don't. I, I can't argue with chunks. I can't. I can't argue with them. Look at his little face. Anyways, brain dead. Stats. 1992. If you wanted to see Ash from Evil Dead be a New Zealand man and have mommy issues, well, this is the goddamn movie for you. I hope you don't like pudding, because you'll be vomiting all night. On this picturesque block. This manicured home. Something evil. Something terrifying. Something horrifying. Is haunting Lionel. His mother. I thought I told you to spray this house. The paint's been pasted with bourbon. Although she was a little strict. Look at this dust. It's an inch thick. He never wished her any harm. You look after me like that. Until... Uh, <laughs> your mother's dead, Lionel. Now, whatever mom's got... Who's your mother? ...has caught on with the neighbors. He's been bitten! You can pray. Oh, I kick ass for the Lord! You can plead... And beg for mercy. But nothing you can do will stop. Because how do you kill something that's already dead? Trimark Picture presents a modern masterpiece of horror. Your mother ain't my girl! Dead alive. Party's over. Oh, yeah. I forgot about the custard. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, gross. which I have, I have questions about that because this movie, the way the zombies work, makes no sense. It makes no sense because I was also thinking, could it be like twenty-eight days later rules where it's just like transmission of like blood, but it has to be a bite, I guess. No, it's like it's I think the dead. closest rules you can say is like Army of Darkness or Evil Dead, where it's just like. Because I feel like the rules of the zombies in Evil Dead has very clearly been written as "fuck you, stop trying to understand rules and enjoy the movie," yeah, which is how it is in this movie too. Like, I, they kind of make it clear that like a bite will transfer you become a zombie, mm-hmm. but like you can 
you can bite the zombies, you can eat their pusses and their goos, and that does nothing. Yeah. Um, yeah, because you can be covered in their blood, that does nothing. Yeah. Scratches doesn't seem to do anything. Faces peeling off. Oh my god. Oh, ooh, this is this arm is, goo. This, this is, is great goo. body horror. This is a gooey movie. Like, and I, they start off wild too with my boy a zookeeper just getting chopped up. <laughs> no, I, I liked I liked the subtleness of that because when he was getting chopped, like you didn't see much blood. Yeah, you it was actually like, pretty like, subtle. You see some, but like yeah, not like the like, fucking like, end of the movie. Yeah. You see like you see like the severing like stuff comes apart but it doesn't really bleed oh yeah you definitely see like you see the chopping but you don't really it doesn't like explode with blood it's not gratuitous yeah you see the chopping but you don't see chopped you know what i mean we know we know when this movie is going to get wild is when they introduce my boy fucking sumatra and rat rat monkey (laughs) which which honestly was the biggest disappointment in my film because i thought this would be a whole movie about him just fucking up new zealand and he gets curb stomped within like two he seconds of his appearance. Cisco, I, I am going to say this. Is that who you guys thought I was? The rat <laughs> monkey? Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so I, while watching this, got to a scene and texted our little group chat saying, I just saw the character that looks exactly like, like Cisco. Because last week we, we had Hollis, yeah. who looked exactly like me. And then Joe independently got to a scene without having consulted with me and said i know like oh i, see I was like I, I i was like i think i got the character i think i did too and then we side chatted each other did you? and agreed was it the yeah you, you it was the, the rat monkey you were the rat monkey yeah <laughs> just looking for some cheese just ripping off monkey arms i was thinking i was like he's like they either think i'm the rat monkey or the fucking priest who again I, was I could see fucking that. funny but then he gets fucking shish kebab <laughs> Devil is amongst us. Stay back, boy. This calls for divine intervention. I kick ass for the Lord. <laughs> the, priest, the, the priest was my favorite part of this fucking movie, dude. Yeah, he's hilarious. <laughs> Again, you know. Just out of nowhere. I can't you also see some. You see. Okay, I I will say this. On our Army of the Dead episode, I think we entered like that. I hadn't seen this movie yet, so I was like, "Oh, Army of the Dead proposes that there can be zombie offspring." Uh, this movie from nineteen ninety two confirms it. That when you have a, a doctor. A dead doctor and a dead priest get into a room. I feel like there's there's a great setup here. I like we've seen a couple different movies where there's been like zombie babies, but it tends to be somebody was pregnant in turns. <laughs> in yeah. Army of Army I'm of the Dead, I think they do soon. do a uh, they conceive a, a dead a zombie baby, but the one in this is just a straight goon ridiculous just like out of nowhere two zombies are are just boning like crazy and then like five minutes later there's a fully formed baby telling you my my boy my boy priest (laughs) just honestly saw her getting like fucking food shoved down her fucking like throat neck hole (laughs) like neck hole yeah i love the i fucking love the baby scenes where it was just clearly a doll and then when it's like 
Or in a way, it's just a fucking. I hope it's a a, 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 it's a, a little child or a small person. Or yeah, it's just I, fucking ridiculous when you see him run. It's like that's just the person in the suit. What I love about that though is like these two zombies he's keeping in his basement have a baby and his first reaction is i'm gonna put the baby in a baby carriage and take it to the park i can just beat the shit out of it why this movie just does not give a fuck they're like we have this list of like fun ideas for effects we want to do and that's Honestly, all yeah. they do for their almost two hour runtime i feel like they just saw evil dead too and was like yeah let's just do something like that like some wild ass <laughs> movie where it's just a bunch of great effects a lot of blood and just a story that makes no sense in a maniacal man yeah. This movie was kind of like a New Zealand version of Evil Dead meets The Thing. I was thinking Evil Dead meets... Have you seen the movie Fido? 2006 Canadian zombie horror? Yeah, yeah, with uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah, kind of like that. Like, it's like they keeping the goon alive. Yeah. I, it's, this really does feel like a... This could have been marketed as like an Evil Dead spinoff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and like it would have sold it makes sense within that universe i feel yeah. like um i will say for the first like hour of this i was losing interest every other scene <laughs> it's yeah. it's slow but then there's a couple like big fun scenes and then the last half hour is just glorious just yeah. absolutely amazing yeah, when the house party starts, baby. Yeah. The goon uncle is coming in. He lived longer than he should have. He lived a lot longer than he should have. I was shocked. He, he, he was doing some damage, too. Oh, he was fucking people up. I, I did love his scene where he was just having the meat cleaver and the fucking... Yeah, where he was like, the, <laughs> the way he shot it was just chopping, yeah. <laughs> there are so many good effects here. I good love... Effects. The kills are fucking fantastic. Like I can't even. I don't know if I have a favorite kill because there were so many creative ones. I, I have, so I have my favorite. What's your favorite? Which I think is definitely. I, I think they did a nod to this movie in Halloween 2018. Um, but when the one gets, I guess, up against the wall and like hits the light. Yeah, yeah, say, yeah, yeah. Like jack o' lantern. That looks jack o' lantern. So, yeah, yeah. It looks great. I love that that body just kind of keeps like. You keep seeing it in the background, just kind of moving. Like yeah. you can't really tell if it's still yeah. alive or if it's just twitching from the electricity. And I'm no uh, light bulbologist, but I'm for sure, I'm sure that's that how it works. Like eventually, you'll catch fire if you touch a bulb for too long. Yeah. <laughs> um, but my favorite was my when my when they turned my boy Uncle into a miniature brontosaurus. Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! <laughs> See, that was very thing-like practical effects. I feel yeah. too. And let's talk about the mom resurrection at the end. Oh, Fucking great. Let's not. Big old. That's so disgusting. <laughs> I love them. I don't want to sound gross or degrading on this show, but that that zombie lady, man, had a big old booty. God damn. I want to post it to the Instagram. Pop off girl, get him, please. <laughs> I so my favorite. I think kill from Take the bite finale out is just Pray for there's kind of three in a row where it's um the the blender and there's some oh, really yeah. fun shots with the blender. And I also love there's the one zombie who has lost its entire skeleton, all its meat. It's just oh, yeah. like 
just like the the nervous system and the like <laughs> stomach just a reoccurring villain for that last half hour yeah, it's you, always you, popping up yeah to the people listening Devin, if you love like the deboning and uh pushmaster this movie's got so many of them i oh, this movie is firm deboning. i feel like a uh, psycho gorman probably took a lot of cues from some of the the yeah. gags in this for sure so if anybody sure. out there likes psycho gorman Devin, uh check out Devin. evil dead shout out to my pg Sorry, heads uh, out there alive. Brain yeah dead brain dead dead alive this is one i remember from the video store growing up I'm like this cover video. art the the one where it's pulling the mouth open like the one in the mouth and you see a little face yeah. in the mouth yeah or there's been a lot that look like it apparently but i don't know but this one yeah. this one sticks out to me I, it's, it's not available like on any streamers like i don't know if no, it's like you, rights issues like, or whatnot so we, we watched on youtube buy, yeah everyone you can buy is like only region in like spain i was like what the hell Oh, really? Because I would love to own this. I was trying to buy the Blu-ray. I was like, hoping it's a digital copy. But yeah, it's like region in Spain everywhere. I saw it like on Amazon. Mm-hmm. It's all... I, well, Joe, when you're in town, we could pop into... There's a couple um like used video stores. Yeah. We could just go yeah, flip through the racks voodoo. and see what we can find. Let's do that. Ask them if it's voodoo friendly. Okay. <laughs> <It's not probably. laughs> Is this 1992 version of School Ties voodoo friendly, man? Does this come with a digital yeah. copy how'd code? How do I get this on my app? <laughs> you can figure it out. Um, Here's my thing. I I guess didn't know what to expect. I remember people were saying like it's very like evil daddy, you know, and like great like effects and whatnot. Um but yeah, I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did. Yeah. This is the first time I was like I I told y'all in the group chat I was legitimately grossed out. Was it a fighting yeah. scene? Some of the parts. <sighs> That's like the one time I got legit gross. I, I wasn't even so much about them eating. It's just he was he was clanking his teeth on the spoon, and that bothered me. I think it was like I think it was that whole Hard sequence, like the the talk. ear falling in and her eating That's it. Right. I the mom's acting before she goes full zombie. Like she just like becomes decrepit she fo- starts falling apart like mentally as well yeah. as physically, and it, it's hard to watch. Where like. Uh, even without the gore effects, I feel like that scene would feel disturbing. Yeah. Can we can we talk about the zoo? My boy, uh, zookeeper, was fucking the cigarette in his mouth. Did he have a cigarette in his mouth? Yeah, the little hillbilly. He had some in his mouth. I don't know if it was a straw a cigarette, but the hillbilly. Yeah, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The one the that way. like the the monkey keeper. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And then how like Paquita, like how she just like. But did she like fall in love with him because like her grandma told him or something? Pretty much. Yeah, because the, the tarot cards. And they had like the weirdest date ever. Oh, sweet. Just, the just, sweet like, little date? Well, two minutes ago, she was like thirsting for the milkman or whatever he was. <laughs> she is a very poorly written character in this. I feel like she's very just like. Like eye candy for most of us, which is sad because I think she has a couple great lines. I think she's really funny in this when when she has something to do. But yeah, and she fucking rules at the end too. Yeah, she fucking oh. Peter Jackson was bodies. In this movie. Was he? Was he good yeah. one? He was the Undertaker's assistant. Who was? Uh, Peter Jackson. Peter yeah, Jackson. yeah. He shows up. Um, yeah, it was like a half split second. You see him. I, I did. I clocked it when he showed up. Oh, when I, they were trying to make her up for the funeral, right? Yeah. Uh, 
Also, what was my boy Uncle Les like huffing on? It was like some weird like glass looking bong, but it like was squishy. Was it an inhaler? I think Maybe. that was supposed to be an inhaler. Is that how New Zealand inhalers look like? They're just or glass? some kind of like breathing device because he had to like stop his like smoking for it each time. I, I think he had like some sort of lung cancer they were yeah. not fully addressing. <laughs> That's not what I'm here for. My boy, my boy's a mega goon. He's the biggest goon we've probably seen in the movie yet. He was like, ah, you found your you found your old man's stash of porn. <laughs> some things are better. That's some things are better done alone. Yeah, the one with the, can I take a peek? I was like, you goon. He, I don't know. He was obnoxious until the scene where he gets a little too handsy with uh, Paquita. Yeah, that gets a little weird, but and they kind of implied she bites his penis off scene. Like you don't he see might, it. My boy took a lot of crotch damage. He did. did. Rightfully so. With, baby kicked him with someone else's foot. Yeah. <laughs> I I gotta say, I died every time the baby, like, giggled. Baby was fucking <laughs> and that fucking, like, shot they would do of it was so gross. How did the baby end up dying? He didn't die. At least I, I don't think he did, because I almost felt like they were maybe might have been set up for a sequel, because you see the baby in the fire, but you don't see the fire, like, consume him. He's just sitting there laughing. Yeah. So they could have they could have gone Halloween uh, kills again. And had my boy baby grab a fireman and break his neck. I'd watch that movie. And then we get uh, we get a zombie baby in space kills again. They do kind of leave it open. Zombies so like... horny. Those two. I so what was it we talked about recently? Where uh, monkey bone? We talked about how monkey bone has very much the wrong kind of horniness. Uh. I think this movie has redeemed our. Our horniness scale because this is this is the right kind of horny yeah my girl paquita was kissing him any chance he could in the bloodbath <laughs> yeah like like he was hanging upside down by that weird like freaking lung that was alive uh-huh. and she like kissed him on the cheek i was like why are you kissing him help him get down yeah that that lung was a really good effect too i that whole sequence where he's got the yeah, i guess well, it's he, after that after he, he swings out the window and he comes back in and he's got the the that's, lawnmower that's, that's when he gets which, super ashy like yeah yeah i and that's i think the iconic image of this movie because i realized it wasn't until mm-hmm. i saw that that i realized i had seen pictures of him drenched in blood floor covered in blood with the the lawnmower like i had seen that plenty of times yeah Man, that's how had, i feel too he had the time of his life like jamaica San, jamaica sandal the day sponsor <laughs> I oh, no. I really enjoyed this. The time of my life. Oh my God! Why are we doing this? Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, I enjoyed this. Yeah, anyone listening to us, if if you can make it, just make it past like the first, like after after my boy Rat Monkey gets horribly snuffed out. Yeah, they didn't do you any favors in this fucking yeah, movie. Yeah, dude, I was honestly when I saw that <laughs> when I saw that creature in like the stop motion, I was like, yo, I'm down for this, fucking. Rat creature just fucking everybody up just to get fucking gushed like that by my girl, uh, uh, mom. Oh, she, she she gushed him good. Yeah, and no, everyone just everyone watching. is watching, going ooh. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know why he was afraid of like him calling the cops. The cops aren't gonna do anything. This girl literally killed the rare monkey. Yeah, the zoo yeah. probably paid tons of money and there was no repercussions. What do you, what do you think the police are gonna do anything? Yeah, that he's having a fucking Adams family reunion downstairs. 
It's going to be very like a, Jesus the Christ. cops from Whoville. Just yeah. like, well, he said sorry. Yeah, he's, he's like, I just want my mom to be alive. <laughs> in the Which, Adams Family reunion downstairs. Jesus. Wait, what, did, what did he like inject everyone with? Like rat poison or something? Tranquilizer. Or, it was tranquilizer, but then the second well, time was poison. And let's yeah, talk poison, about the doctor yeah. he got the tranquilizer from, too. That fucking goon. Yeah, with the weird like German like yeah. freak doctor. He's like, I don't have this. <laughs> what do you want? You're not from the immigration. I told you people I lost my bloody papers. Okay. My family left Latvia during the occupation. We were like dogs. Just want to buy some sedatives. What do you think I am? A goddamn doctor? I don't sell sedatives. Tranquilizers. I do have. You want a sponge? I, this character, like this whole movie feels like it was like a, like a skit comedy trip, troupe trying to do like a fun horror SNL type thing. And they're just like, and we'll pack in some effects in between each shot. Like, I, I almost feel like they thought they were going to be Ghostbusters when they turned out to be Evil Dead. <laughs> yeah. No, because that one dinner scene's very SNL where he's trying to feed them all. And the fucking one zombie shoved the fucking spoon through his head. <laughs> also, what, what what does that what does the necklace do? I never understood. Like he had it, but like he was still getting beat up. It's good vibes, dude. Protection. Was it, was it, was it, was it good vibes? It was good vibes. It's protection. <laughs> if there's a shot nowadays, it'd be like a bag of crystals. Cisco, put in good vibrations. Insane in the membrane. Feel it. Feel it. Yeah. Insane in the membrane. No, in in the furry vengeance one, it was like insane in the membrane. Like it was all, it was very white. I hated that. That is still my least favorite moment of this podcast of everything we've had to watch. That even, even younger and younger the organ. Scene. Even younger and younger, I would watch the younger and younger organ scene twice before I watch any of furry vengeance again. Let's talk about this. Would Don? Will Donald Sutherland survive in Brain Dead? Yes. <laughs> No, I, if no, he because, was a zombie, he no, would have made a lot. No, of he wouldn't. He, he would have died because uh, his mom killed his his dad and his his lover, and Don Sutherland had nothing but lovers. That's right. That's he would right. he would have, he would have got straight bathtub, which yeah, again, that was such a weird scene where he like discovers his the necklace tells him, "Hey, your dad's body is in this uh, this chest," or his girl's like, body. The girl's body. Like, the like, we have a leftover skeleton. That, that was his actual mom. Yeah, I thought that was gonna turn out. Yeah, that like I but it's crazy just that woman. it's some random woman his dad was cheating with or something. Yeah. I thought it was just like some random woman who just like broke in the house and killed them all and just raised a kid. Yeah, but I don't yeah, know. They did kind of like make sense at the end where it's like, Oh, actually you killed my dad in front of me and that's why I'm all yeah. scared. Fucked up. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. There's, there's definitely a, a run on Hulu of... is very similar to that. There's yeah. a story here somewhere. Well, there's a lot of um psycho vibes running through this like oh, the yeah, yeah. overbearing mom and the, the scared guy 
Just in this, he doesn't become a serial killer. Well, you want to watch a you want to watch a good movie about overbearing. He does mom, kill a lot. Sports, football. Watch Waterboy. Oh, oh, mama said. Mama, mama said. My mama said. Mama said that. My mom. Mama said that. My mom. My mama said that. She's going to yes. that. Watch this exactly right after this. And the parallels <laughs> between school ties and brain dead to Waterboy, just very parallel. Very very parallel. That's how I, I felt. Recommended as triple feature. Yeah, that's how I felt when I watched Eight Legged Freak last night. <laughs> Since I'm on a Dougie Doug kick. Is there mom trauma in that movie? Mom trauma? Yeah. Kind mama of. Drum, mama trauma? Yeah, that was mama trauma. That's good. It's actually surprisingly, it's it's it held up for me very well. I've heard it holds up pretty well. Favorite cats in there, right? Yeah. It's very fun. Anyways. Anyways. I, like I don't think movie. Brandon's surviving this movie, you know, despite what I said earlier. I don't know. I mean, if this if this fucking pasty goon can survive, I think an athletic specimen like Brendan can. I yeah. Feel like what? And if a if a Paquita gives her that gives him the necklace, oh, Bre- Brendan's just straight going to going to town on her. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, if Paquita finds out he's Jewish, you know, it might be all down down the drain. Maybe she she's stops a, caring for him. Maybe, and he doesn't have the love to fight for. I mean, he's she's she's uh, ethnic, right? So yeah, but she's, she's also very anti-Semitic. Really? You were saying this before. Was there something I missed, or is this a gag you're trying to make happen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember what I said. No, I think anywhere anyone who wears sundresses twenty four seven can't be anti-Semitic. That's that woman's an angel. Yeah, say that right now. Angel was a yeah. Baby. I think he could survive this. I think she could. I think he could. Yeah, I think he would. Um, because just like Cisco will... said, if if baby mommy issue goon can survive, then yeah, Brendan who's been yeah. fighting, who's been scrapping his old life in the fucking uh, Pennsylvania well, scrapyard. This man was this man was taken down. <clears throat> I, but I will say, <clears throat> like the the priest comes in and like is a great like fighter like totally should have survived and he gets killed i i feel like it takes that repressed pent-up energy of a oh i mean brendan's got that trauma mama baby we've got the jew the the jewish trauma just when the priest fucking screams i kick ass for the lord i was like yeah "Yeah, this movie this is a four-star movie for me (laughs) easy but yeah the priest doesn't he he was too busy loving the lord and not Paquita, so that's why he didn't survive. Yeah. Brendan has already shown in school ties he has no problem swinging on a woman, even if it's someone was supposedly his friend's woman. Yeah. <laughs> so the minute Paquita shows interest, my boy Brendan's he's going for the kiss. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think he survives. And and it's he only fitting. Knocked, he I think he does. He would have. He would have knocked out the goon uncle so quickly. Oh, He's yeah. smart enough to know, like, you know what's going to end these zombies? Like, nothing else we've done has killed a zombie yet. But you know yeah. what will? This lawnmower. Also, he would have, he would have, oh, yeah. Sent, yeah, he would have immediately called for help and, like, or sent his mom to an actual, like, hospital the minute she got bit by my boy, uh, by, by me. And not brought in some poor nurse to get, like, half decapitated. That was great effects, too. Her death with her fucking fingers in her cheeks was very visceral. Yeah. Again, like I texted you guys. This. You remember that one girl who got Just punched in the back of the skull? Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, hand came through. Yeah. 
Well, like I was saying, I, I ate a bowl of vegetable beef soup as I was watching this movie, and I cannot recommend that enough. <laughs> like, if you want to talk about, like, we've done, we've done, like, beer pairings in the past, but if you want a food pairing for this week, a nice, progresso, rich and hearty, veg- savory beef and vegetable soup. Watch the world's gooeyest movie. Have the mm-hmm. world's gooeyest soup. Mm-hmm. It's very gooey. Yeah, I think he survives. I think he survives. I think yeah, he's, yeah. he's got he's smart. He's physical. If he's got Paquita on the side and the power of the weird of the charm, cross. yeah, the cross. I think it wasn't even a cross. It was like some weird like. You ever see those rides? that's like the ship and it goes back and forth. Yeah, I like those. That's what it looks like. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend like I knew what you were talking about. Right <laughs> uh, like at a theme he, park, the big ship swings back and forth, and sometimes it does a loop. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Which ones do a loop? Oh, at the fair, sometimes those. Fair, yeah, I've seen them just the, do the cage one. Yeah, there's yeah. no regulation to those. So they, they say <laughs> no. I can like wholeheartedly say I will never get on a fair ride again the rest of my life. That's probably not true, but I no, might I want to stick it to it. Maybe one more. I'll go on. You know, one more. <laughs> Like the, I always was a fan of the tilt world. Yeah, that's um, fun. Yeah, we've been surprisingly hinged tonight. Are we doing okay? Everybody, all right? Yeah. Don't ask that some, question. Any hot takes? Don't ask that fucking question. Any some fun? Can't ask trivia about this movie. That's a fucking very loaded question. You know it. This movie is illegal to publicly exhibit in Germany. I believe. Braindead, yeah. I believe this was also one of the examples of the the video nasties in the UK, one of the the banned uh, VHS tapes. It says here it's banned in South Korea, Singapore, and was Finland, but they took they they uh, released the uncut in two thousand one. <laughs> Finland rewatched it. Was like, eh, it's fun. They rewatched, be like, hey, there's some good jokes in here. Yeah, this is good stuff, man. I this is the kind of thing where it's like I can understand why somebody would ban it. Like it is disgusting, but it's so silly. Like nothing in this is serious. It's it's not like yeah. it's like martyrs or something where it's trying to be like. Edgy. It's not the fucking French New Extremities, you know. This is just yeah. goons pussing goons. Like I feel like a lot of like saw is more terrifying and like gory and bad yeah, this movie is not, not scary at all this is a comedy with like fart jokes <laughs> <laughs> yeah there is a couple fart jokes <laughs> but yeah i really enjoyed it this was fun we were gonna do army of darkness this week but then we <laughs> decided we to do this so i'm glad we did i like kind of hadn't thought about it this is like a good replacement for army yeah, of darkness it, it still was, feels like we did yeah, army of darkness yeah, yeah. Instead of like Cisco said, a chainsaw, we get a um, we get a lawnmower. That's a good point. No matter what, the yard work's getting done, honey. Yeah. Okay. You don't, do, you don't <laughs> use chainsaws for yard work, Jeff. I. If you have a tree in your front yard, you're trying to cut down. Stupid ass. People don't cut your own tree down. Hire someone to do it. I now want to like do a little marathon of like. This week's sponsor is Cisco's new tree cutting business. If you're looking to cut down any trees in the Southern California area, he'll go as far as Indio, but no more north than Bakersfield. You can reach Cisco at, where can they reach you? India, California? Indio, California, yeah. You won't go past there and you won't go past Bakersfield for obvious reasons. 
Bakersfield isn't a real place. I Bakersfield is a lie we tell our children to scare them before they go to sleep. Bakersfield, unfortunately, I can confirm is a 100% real place. No, I've been there. It's awful. It sounds like shit. Yeah. It's like it's also the birthplace of the band Corn. I wonder who what people choose to go do uh, CSU. I understand Corn better now. Mm-hmm. You can tell why they're so angry, right? Yeah. Bakersfield is like what Sacramento would be like if it didn't have the government there. Jesus like if the Christ. state government wasn't in Sacramento, yeah. it would just turn into Bakersfield. Oh, we got some Bakersfield-like spots out here for sure. Yeah. Oh, Bakersfield I know. Bakersfield is, I know. is uh, Sacramento if they got bit by the Sumatran rat monkey. What the fuck is exactly. happening? Exactly. This is a cute little city I'm staying in. Yeah. I'm saying Bakersfield, though. That's like Till the Sumatran rat monkey comes Oh, but Bakersfield. Here. Bakersfield's... Yeah, Bakersfield is the reincarnated mom at the very end of the movie with the big-ass butt. You don't agree? This kid. <laughs> that was shocking when that woman came out. I was not I, expecting. Was I was not expecting yeah. that at all. Um, any other cities in California we want to make fun of? Um, eh, LA is too easy. Chico sucks. Hey, don't talk about Chico. Like that. <laughs> yeah, that's where. Chico is where Ryan from the OC came from. Have you guys even been to Chico? No, I, I'm thinking about going. It's, I like it. But I don't know if I want to. Like, I didn't realize it's like an over an hour and a half away, and there was a show coming there next month, and I'm like, I don't think I should drive to Chico. There's a Chico, city a little south of San Jose called Los Baños. I've seen that one. When I <laughs> yeah. I've been there. It's not a fun place, but the name is funny. Yeah. It's a good name. Just like uh, a little northern than San Diego, there's a place called Los Bugas, which is just sleaze. the sleaze. Yeah. yeah. On, on your way to Disneyland. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's over here. It's before it's past Oceanside before you hit the Titties? the nuclear nuclear boobies. Oh, before you hit the big boobs. Yeah, big boobies, baby. Big uh, zombie mom boobs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but speaking of uh, big zombie mom mom boobs, uh, this movie has a rotten score of eighty eight percent and an audience of eighty seven. So. Yeah. All right, that makes me happy. Yeah. Like this one deserves some love. I feel yeah, like it it's it's a little Literally. forgotten outside of like the deep cold horror cold crowd yeah i don't know if the 80 percent just came from the, the ending sequence probably because i i gotta be honest up until that like party scene at the end starts i was giving this a, a good like two stars i was not into this until that final sequence and it, it jumped up a lot for me well i was into it as soon as i saw ragoon i liked the ragoon like, but the the good parts were kind of few and far between. Far between. I I didn't like love a lot of the the gags before that final scene. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. So, what are we doing next week? People who listen to this show like to know what we what we're teasing for next week. What's it? Uh, next week we will do a probably movie. Probably a Brandon Fraser movie. Yeah. Probably Brandon Fraser and a horror movie. Yeah. Most likely, or we will pick two random movies. I like that. At the end of the month, we, we get a guest. They pick a movie. We pick a movie. Well, we're going to do that beginning of the month for Batman. Yeah, we're doing Batman and Bats. Uh, is that happening? Yeah. You know, Which Batman, Batman are we watching? The new one? or The new I one, yeah. I assume the new one. Uh, Three okay. hours. I mean, I'm done to do Batman forever. What, do you not, not want to watch the movie Bats? 
No, I can't wait to see the movie Bats. It's a three-hour Batman movie that Mason and just uh, I'm a little over Batman. Like, how many actors have played Batman now in live action? Six, probably. Six or seven. Like, it's... I don't know. Did you guys watch the finale for Peacemaker? No. I haven't watched past episodes here. Okay. I haven't watched it yet. Well, at the end of the season, there's a little connection back to the bigger DC universe. Mm-hmm. So it's like they're clearly still trying to kind of let that happen be a thing. But is, Batman is, has just fully been like, nope, Batman's on its own, doing his own thing again. <laughs> is this when the old man tells Peacemaker that Batman doesn't kill people and he calls Batman a coward, but more vulgar? Yeah. Is that what <laughs> that Spoiler alert, man. I mean, there's it's everyone, it's there's some fun jokes. There's a reoccurring joke where they talk about um, Aquaman fucking fish. Which is funny. Like George McClure from The Simpsons. Yeah. No, not George. What's his fucking name? Troy McClure. Troy McClure, yeah. Troy McClure, yeah. There's a piece for Hartman. Seriously. Oh, man, yeah. The fact that he had Troy McClure and Lionel Hutz is fantastic. It's two of the best, like, Simpsons side characters. That just... just the the one where Troy marries... Selma is just so good because he's constantly trying to hide the fact that he does like to fuck fish. Who'd have thought he turned out to be such a weirdo? What are you talking about? You know, those weird things they say he does down at the aquarium. Why I heard... Oh, Homer, that's just an urban legend. People don't do that type of thing with fish. Are you gay? Gay? I wish. If I were gay, there'd be no problem. No, what I have is a romantic abnormality. One so unbelievable that it must be hidden from the public at all costs. <laughs> and he's like, what really gets me? Like, I can't even say. Oh, he just lies. It's fucking funny. Anyways, uh, let's just go do the outro since you did the hosting. You want me to do the outro? Try to do that last time. I did. I just didn't do very well. Oh. Actually, I well, don't know if I did. I don't think you did. But anyways. Name of the show again? Thank you for listening. Follow us on our social medias. Trunks, where are they? Uh, at Horror Throwdown on Twitter and Horror Throwdown Pod on Insta. That sounds right. That sounds pretty good. If not, fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck everybody. If you want to be on this show, hit us up. We'll send you the the schedule. If you got a crazy mashup, we'll pretend to listen to it, and then Joe will be like, we're not listening to that person. I will say that, yes. Yeah. Uh, if you want to uh, watch support Wishmaster. our Patreon, yeah, we don't have one, but I will accept any cash. Joe is constantly looking for twenty dollars. Yeah, if you're listening to this, I'm fucking moving soon. <laughs> so if you want to zell us at Horror Throwdown Pod, Zilla, Zell, Zell, yeah. What's wrong with you? Are you poor? Yeah, <laughs> he's so poor he can't use Venmo or Cash App. Yeah, Zell's the most the safest one to use. Yeah, it's so right? safe. <laughs> Whatever, Grandpa. Oh fuck this! Okay, for the Horn Thunder Podcast for Age Edition, I'm fucking done. Oh, Grandpa. Hey, Benny, looks to me like you.